Hi, Leah here. Before the episode starts, I just wanted to give you guys some trigger warnings for homophobia, child abuse, and CSA. The homophobia happens fairly frequently. However, the child abuse and CSA are infrequent and therefore there will be timestamps in the description for when those occur so you can navigate around them. Otherwise, let's get into the episode. Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adesia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. Welcome to Pride Month, Yay. the month where everybody is doing gay things. Like, <laughs> and we are too, I guess. <laughs> we are no exception. Yeah. <laughs> We're not special. Anyways, um, <laughs> so <laughs> so um, today we'll be doing a movie that neither of us have any history with, Saturday Church. Yay! I've, like, again, no history with it. I know a few of the actors, and by a few, I specifically really mean two I'm very familiar with because they were on Pose, but also I've seen MJ... Rodriguez and like a, mon- a bunch of things um, yeah. since Pose. But like, um, yeah, that is literally the only connection I can pull from this. What about you? <laughs> um, so I think I had heard about it when it was coming out. Then it just kind of uh, left my radar. Yeah, I don't really have that much memory of it otherwise. Yeah, I mean, we can get started. This is a fairly short movie in comparison to, like, a lot of the movies that we get to see that tend to be, like, two hours and a half long. Because, I mean, to be fair, most of those musicals have, like, thousands of songs in them, too. So, (laughs) there's that. But this one is fairly short, so I think we'll get through it pretty quickly. So, Saturday Church, this movie came out in 2017. Our protagonist is the young Ulysses. When, when we open on the scene, is it... Like, we just started, sorry. But <laughs> it's interesting to me that, like... Okay, so his name is Ulysses, and, like, every single time he introduces himself, whoever he's introducing himself to makes the comment of like oh that's an interesting name oh that's a cool name oh da 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 and i'm like i don't know it's from a writing perspective i'm like you don't have to continue to tell us that i think like if you told us that the one time um like oh yeah ulysses you know greek blah 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 the first time that they they say it right mm-hmm. and that's it like you know, that's fine. I mean, I guess it is unusual. I, I guess you don't see a lot of Ulysses. And I guess, I mean, as I think about it, like you have that experience a lot too, where you like introduce yourself and then people make the comment that like, I've never heard that name before. What does it mean? Where does it come from? 
etc etc so maybe never mind because <laughs> like i know i have been in a room like i have been with you a bunch of times when people have done that so never mind you're correct this happens all the time i just think though in, in terms of a script though and just storytelling wise it, it i don't think it's necessary. Well, I mean- I think I think it's different because it's it's an active choice that the writers made to give this character a name that people would comment on. Um, yeah. But again, I think his name is meant to be like it's meant to be representative of the journey that he is going to go on in this movie, yeah. and so we're meant to like get that from the outset. And then if you don't get it, then there's like the initial comment of oh like the greek myth um but then it's still like being the kind of name that it is because honestly who names their child ulysses now Ulysses. (laughs) (laughs) i swear catch me rocking up with my like niece that i forced my brother to name medusa (laughs) i mean i mean it's not the worst thing i mean I'm, i'm pretty sure like people have like named their kids like daenerys and stuff now so like true in, like, true in like 10 years it's gonna be like hi so my name's daenerys smith and it's like oh daenerys like in the book i was like yes like in the book like, oh, I, i'm so sorry kids <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh, we literally just started <laughs> yeah Ulysses. um so when we, we we open on a funeral there has been a tragedy it is clear that Ulysses' father, who seemed to have been in the military, either that is his cause of death or like he was in the military and died. Um, but he's passed and his aunt Rose, who I'm guessing was his brother's sister, uh, his brother's sister, his father's sister, has come to help in the house i think it was something that she promised um her brother that she would do is to help uh take care of the boys because he has a ulysses has a little brother abe as well so the mother now has picked up two shifts i think she works nights as well to like help take care of the boys at school we see that ulysses is getting bullied and he, he comes across as like a fairly awkward teen. He's very like physically um, very like thinner and smaller than his classmates. So he just seems to be getting bullied. And then when he's changing, we find a reason that might be for that, which when he like pulls down his pants, there's um, tights underneath it like pantyhose and it's like not the best looking pantyhose it looks like ripped like he's been wearing it a while but it just gives an indication that perhaps his classmates taunts are uh have some essence of truth to them not that they're good taunts but like they're not just saying it just because um yeah like it's not like an arbitrary like being homophobic to a straight person by using homophobic thing like yeah taunts but rather being homophobic period there's there's no way for me to describe this properly (laughs) so i'm just gonna move forward he 
gets home and he doesn't seem to have like the best relationship with his aunt or his uh mom it just kind of seems like things are a bit awkward and maybe that's because of his father's death like he's having a rough time coping but also we see like he is feeling perhaps a little alienated from his family because of his queerness and we learn a little later on that in the past he had been chastised for perhaps being a bit effeminate and he had been I think wearing his mother's shoes at one point which he had been told not to do his aunt Rose takes him to church uh him and his little brother and when he comes home he while still like in his proper clothes puts on a pair of his mother's shoes and his little brother sees him do that and that's where we get that information that he wasn't meant to do it again so it's not the first time that something like this has happened and even though he tries to tell his little brother that he um wasn't it's not he a big just, deal. It's not going to happen again. But yeah. Kind of like, don't like blow it out of proportion. Keep it between us, please. Yeah. Little brother, be my ally, please. And little brother's so like, no, I am going to snitch so hard. God, you know me so much. I know, That's I know. so annoying. Ah, okay. Um... <laughs> And we say this as the younger siblings, so we know. <laughs> <laughs> After that, um, Ulysses is back at school again. And we see that this time the bullying has again escalated. They've taken his gym clothes from his locker and put them in the toilet in urine water. Which... <sighs> Why? Why? um but he's he he like takes them out and he's washing his hands and while drying off his hands he has like this moment in his mind which is the first musical number which is locker room you're gonna see me you're gonna know me or something like that you're gonna yeah yeah see me where he like has this moment i i kept comparing it initially to um jamie just because that's the Mm -hmm. only other high school gay that's immediately in my mind at the moment (laughs) no but i just mean like when when jamie is like i'm gonna be the one you don't even know it so he's like you're gonna see me but it doesn't like carry the same essence so, I have a Jamie reference too, but it's at the end, so I'll keep it. I like that you made the reference for it, but I also have one for the end. Fair enough. It's kind of also like when it started, I didn't really, I was like curious in terms of like as a musical, like what's this going to be like? Is it going to be all sort of like dream sequence type vibe where it's all in his head? Is it going to be like, full-on like non-diegetic musical numbers where like people are still involved and it's not a dream sequence kind of vibe 
you know, like I, I, I was just like, what is, what's gonna go happen? And then when this happened, I was like, oh, is it just gonna be like, it's, is it, it's gonna be like one of those things where it's just like, he just imagines musical numbers in his head to like escape. I mean, it doesn't end up being that, but like I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. Also, when it started, the musical numbers started, I was like, is there gonna be singing? Like, because <laughs> the, <laughs> the instrumental is like so long. Yeah. Whereas there's like, where there's just like, um, basically they're in the locker room and the guys that are usually bullying him within the musical number are like part of the, I wouldn't say choreo, but like coordinated movement um, <laughs> of like, you know, sort of moving him around within the locker room and stuff. And like, there's like this blue lighting and stuff. And so like, it was going on for quite a, a while where I was like, oh, is this just gonna be like fun dance number or what's going on? But you know, then he sings and I was like, oh, okay. So after Ulysses goes to wait for his little brother to get out of school, but Abe is with his friends and like fully ignores him on the way out, just kind of passes by him. Ulysses goes to a corner shop and swipes a magazine, which he... How do I put this into <laughs> words? He masturbates to <laughs> He does in a graveyard, too. <laughs> like, he's just hiding there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But after that, he heads back home. I'm guessing he's late. His aunt Rose and Abe are already at the table. And when the aunt asks him where he had been, he just replies without. And so she chastises him for letting an eight-year-old his little brother walk home alone even though like he had waited for him and the brother mm -hmm. just full-on blew him off so she chastises him for letting him walk home alone and for wearing his mother's shoes which it becomes clear that Abe has snitched on him mm -hmm. while he wasn't there which Anyway, she essentially tells him that if she catches him doing it again, she's going to beat it out of him because he's a man and he should act like one. Which, you know, Ulysses then runs off to, I think it's his mom's room. So he hides in there for a while. Then to escape for a while, he goes to, uh, he heads out into the city, to the Greenwich Village. Mm -hmm. Um and he is on pier where he ends up meeting some trans people he meets ebony uh who's michelle mj rodriguez i almost said michelle rodriguez who is a completely different person uh <laughs> she's ebony then meets dijon heaven and raymond who like he seems to be a little interested in and who seems a little interested in him mm -hmm. so Ebony takes Ulysses to Saturday Church, which is something that is run every Saturday to like give food and some shelter to LGBT youth. Mm -hmm. Ulysses, while he is there, is kind of like introduced to like the kinship 
and camaraderie that is like in that kind of community you see a, a bit a, a bit of ballroom culture a bit of like voguing man movements and he he's just kind of interested in the vibe but he's mm-hmm. out very late and he ends up sneaking back in late at night and so the next day he's out shopping well his mother is shopping he's just kind of there with his little brother as well and Abe is like so where were you last night and he's like he's gonna tell Aunt Rose and like, Abe shut up like <laughs> do you have nothing better to do gosh no honestly it's probably his entertainment it's, it's probably just like because as long as it's happening to someone else it's not happening to him so I guess like, like oh my god shut up <laughs> but he he is a little bit bratty and maybe he's acting out because of the death of his father uh yeah. because when his mom comes out he's like you didn't buy me my candy and i'm just like bruh <laughs> so uh, like i would have never anyway <laughs> ulysses mom also confronts him about the shoe wearing which i'm guessing she was told either by abe or aunt rose um mm-hmm. and he's just like it's not gonna happen again i swear aunt rose at this point oh i think she also i think she noticed that one of her pantyhose oh yes when it gone missing or something like that um and she like makes you know she's like i thought we talked about this and he's like i know i promise it's like it's not a big deal and it's not gonna happen again etc there's a quick scene with aunt rose where ulysses is asked if he had anything to say about the other day, which he then like forces himself to be like, he's sorry and that it won't happen again. And she tells him that she signed him up as an acolyte in church. So he's just like, great, mm-hmm. because what else can he say in that moment, honestly? Yeah. So back at Sunday church, Sunday church, Saturday church, my God. Back <laughs> at Saturday, Sunday church is not the one. Back at Saturday church, <laughs> um, he's hanging out with the group again. And I think it's Dijon comes over and gives him some lip gloss mm-hmm. for the first time. And he like sees himself with it on. And he seems to like really like that about himself. Like, like just like having that effeminate aspect like on his face being allowed to do that is different for him and then we go to sunday church where he's an acolyte Mm -hmm. and it's just like a stark contrast and we can see that like aunt rose seems to favor abe a bit because she like babies him he's i think meant to go to bed but he turns on the tv and ulysses is trying to do his homework but um, Abe won't listen to him telling him to turn off the television and when he goes over he sees this actually a video of him Ulysses and his father where his father is teaching him the piano and it just seems to be a difficult I will say his dad looks so young his dad looks <laughs> in the in the in the thing and I was just like wow 
but he's only like 14 so it's fine yeah i mean it seems like they're fairly young parents which like yeah adds to the whole like the mom like struggling with having to like take care of these two kids on top mm-hmm. of that and the aunt obviously having probably being the older sis i mean having to be obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> being the older sister like i feel that vibe too where i'm like uh shut up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you see it's like a difficult moment for Ulysses to see his dad and then at saturday church again we see like Ulysses is now watching another aspect of like ballroom watching two people like dance together having this like competition but at the same time intimacy between two people dancing and I think it's at this moment he is like invited to the ball that's happening I don't know I know uh, that he asks at some point asks Ebony at some point like have you ever had a boyfriend yes because like there's like the flirty flirty vibes going on yeah. between him and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Whose other name guy. Whose name I don't remember. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Raymond. <laughs> and Raymond. <laughs> I watched this yesterday. I have terrible like short term memory. Um, it's fair. The movie yeah. is kind of short as well, so it's fine if you don't remember. <laughs> Um, yeah um there's like been flirty vibes going on between the two of them i was so so, like i know we're getting to the song next but i was so just like awkward because like on the first like description i'd read of the movie like ulysses was meant to be 14 and i was just Mm -hmm. like how old is raymond yeah 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 I was like, yeah. you have facial hair, which can start at age 16 to 15, but I'm not sure. The and I'm just like, sc- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, just like squinting at him. I was like, how old are you? I'm just like, I know that MJ <laughs> said you're one of the good ones, but like, how good are you? That's a baby. That's a baby. <laughs> I mean, I think he acted in When They See Us, where he's like, I think probably playing around 16-ish then mm-hmm. so i think and i feel like that came out like maybe a year apart so i think we're maybe meant to sort of kind of make those connections i don't know i'm making a lot of assumptions for you know the creators here <laughs> and try to give them a lot of leeway to be like yeah he's a good guy he's 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 just you know facial hair mm-hmm. came in early <laughs> yeah that's Fine. But yes, so we get to the the song, which is Condition of Your Love. It's the condition of love. It's the condition of Where I guess it's meant to sort of, I mean, lyrically, it seems to s- suggest uh, abusive relationship and mm-hmm. an abusive relationship, if not more than one sort of being used and i mean if you're taking some of it literally then like yeah being hurt and stuff like that so so back at home ulysses is helping his mother fold clothes and she asks abe to join in and abe is just being like a smart ass and he's being like oh rose doesn't make me fold anything which what anyway (laughs) what is the correlation (laughs) 
So his mom gets him to fold clothes and she starts to try to ask Ulysses about his day, but he doesn't have much to say. So Ulysses is giving her some one word simple answers and when she tries to pry some more information out of him, he says that he essentially doesn't want to talk, which she takes as disrespect and tells her like it's it's difficult for all of us but like she's trying her best and he's like we'll try harder and she slaps him because he was being a yeah. little fresh at that moment that uh, like that that i was like oh man dude, <laughs> i defend you at every corner but this is the one <laughs> that i can't like i can't say anything because like why would you say that She's, like, literally busting her ass at every corner to, like, raise you guys. And this is not, that's not a good look. That that was not the one. And you can see, like, she immediately regretted it. Like, it was more reflex. Like, I don't think, like, she's hit him before. Because, like, that wasn't the reaction of someone who's, like, hit their kid before. So... I mean, it, everyone in the room was surprised. <laughs> like, everyone yeah. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, A yeah. was also like, what? Yeah, but you know, like, in, in the essence of, like, Aunt Rose, who was like, I'm going to beat it out of you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, with the full threat. But she yeah. just, like, that just seemed, like, to surprise even her. And she tried to, like, call him back, but he ran off to his room. So next was the ball. You see Ulysses out and about again. And they're at like the, the the ballroom event where people are on stage and and they're doing all kinds of dances and like do up and down the catwalk and like doing all of these things. And you can see like Ulysses is like very into it and very entertained. And I think one of the mm-hmm. one of the queens was like, So next time we're gonna see you on the stage, right? And um he 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 gets very shy at that the notion but they're like you need to get some proper heels as well like i'm tired of this sneaker shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you see like they mean well ulysses is i think walking with raymond after the, the um the fact and they get to the corner where they part ways and raymond kisses him and it's so cute because you see, like, Ulysses in that moment doesn't know how to react. Um, yeah. But when he, like, goes to leave, like, he goes up the stairs and there are, like, flowers on the steps as he goes up. Like, he's, like, floating going up the steps. So I was like, that's very cute. Come on, heartstopper. <laughs> but he's, like, very enamored with voguing. And he... <laughs> Just into voguing right now. <laughs> He's cute though. He's just going down the street, like trying out no, the hand I'm movements. Just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing the Vanessa Hudgens drag race meme thing. I think, <laughs> I think it's Vanessa Hudgens, but yeah, he's like at, at truly any opportunity as he's walking, he's just like voguing. Like I'm like confidence. I love it. Like. <laughs> in public i could never (laughs) also he also goes to like a boutique and like buys some like intense looking pumps with like spikes down Mm -hmm. the back and 
he takes them to Saturday church where he like tries walking. He's not like super good at walking in heels yet, which you wouldn't expect. But, you know, Mm -hmm. he tries it out and he has a little conversation with Heaven in the bathroom, which I don't remember the details of. And then I think afterwards, I don't really remember, but afterwards he is kissing uh, Raymond in the alleyway. Mm -hmm. And they're just having a good old time. Um, yeah. Oh, the conversation was about sex. That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> I just remember. No. Because <laughs> he was asked, because she's. Um... No, I just remembered. Yes. Because yeah. he, he was asking if sex was that bad. Mm. At, because she's prostituting. And she was like, uh,. You know, most of the times the guys are ugly, but sometimes you get a cute one. But the ones that want to talk are the worst because I have my own problems and I can't figure out theirs as well. Mm. Yes, that's that's what the conversation was. He was he was just asking about sex and, and what it's like. But yes, in the alleyway, Raymond and Ulysses kiss kiss fall in love. Uh they are having a moment and they sing the song. It felt like a jump scare. Like, I, at this moment, <laughs> truly forgot that this was a musical and why I was watching it. And they begin to sing. And I, I, I genuinely was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, right. This is a musical. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, the whole That's reason that we started this in the first place. Yeah. Like, I just... I don't know why it just it it felt like a jump scare for for no reason at all. <laughs> I'll be so lost without you, without you, without you. I'll be so lost without you, without you, without you. It's cute. I mean, the lyrics feel. I don't know, cause like, cause like <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you'd be lost without him? Y'all met two minutes ago. But um, well, I mean, no, I guess it's been like several. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, being, I'm being. It's been I'm like being a month. Mostly facetious. I'm being mostly facetious. It's, it's, it's superficial and cute. That's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it's yes. like, of course, after this very cute moment, yeah, yeah, we gotta like descend directly into hell. <laughs> so. Um, Ulysses and Abe come home from school I think it is and they are calling for their Aunt Rose but they can't she's not answering them not responding until they get to their room where they see Aunt Rose on the floor holding the shoes that Ulysses had bought to practice walking in she calls him down to the floor and like she grips him like so hard it like causes him physical pain and she just starts like cursing him out for lying to her and he he's just trying to like get away and so he ends up pushing her and she like slaps him like hard like a few times and he ends up like really pushing her and he runs off and she's like how dare you lie to me don't you dare step foot back in this place again yeah like essentially kicking him out which she doesn't have the right to do yeah i was i was uh, like who are you to be like don't come back like it's not 
your house. Like, I know you're here to take care of them sometimes, but, like, stop. So he runs to Greenwich Village, but I think it's, like, a Tuesday or something. So it's no one that he knows is really around. There's no one at the pier. There's no one in the church because Saturday church is on a Saturday. It's not Saturday. So the program isn't happening. So he is out on his own by himself. And his mother... His mother comes home and like Rose is on the couch, apparently just feeling sad now for what she's done. And maybe she feels sad for making him run off, or maybe she feels sad for the fact that she just banished this young boy who is not her child and he hasn't come back. Mm-hmm. But his mother comes home and <sighs> we see her next at a police station trying to like make a report that her son is missing because it's pouring rain and he's not at home and the police should do something but the officer doesn't seem to care that much because apparently reports of runaways come in all the time and normally they're back in a day so he doesn't offer her much help Ulysses we can see is like trying to make his way he ends up at a homeless shelter uh, where there are signs supposed to, to like keep hold of your belongings and they're not responsible if anything goes missing. So he sleeps on the floor. He takes his wallet out of his pocket and like tucks it in his shirt and like puts it under his head for safekeeping and he tries to fall asleep on the floor. And in his dream sequence, we get another song. I don't need your disdain. I don't need to explain myself. I'm transposing. Goodbye, 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 darkness. That because that is not the key that it's in. Um, I'm not gonna sing that low. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically. I think I guess a song about like if you're not gonna accept me for me, then like tough. Like that's it by basically a moment of him sort of coming to this realization or this place where he's like actually I'm gonna live in the identity that I feel and those who love me will love me and those who don't can leave and I will live but we are still in like I was like (laughs) Because I was like, okay, what's going to happen now? (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, as if we weren't already in hell. (laughs) So we cut back to his mom, who is still looking for him. And she she files a report at the station. And when she comes home, Abe asks if she still hasn't found him, which is a no. And... Rose starts to say something about how she's sorry and Amara does not want to hear it. Like she she's like mm-hmm. sick to, like if she didn't have Abe there, like that still had to be watched over, I'm sure she would have like decked Rose ten times over. Like it yep. like the, <laughs> my child, <laughs> you had no right. 
she she doesn't yeah. want to hear anything Rose has to say. Ulysses is sitting on a stoop, random street, but while he's there, a man with a dog comes up, and they get to talking, and the man who seems friendly initially yep. is like, "Oh, what are you doing? You seem to be waiting for your friends." A while because Ulysses says he's waiting for some friends and so the man invites yeah. Ulysses back to his place and he is and where I the was like is... literally at this moment I was like I, I checked the time because I was like I was like okay if there's like five minutes left then this man is a good guy and we'll like find like send him home or whatever like we'll uh-huh. find him like Get, like I don't know help him to get home but I looked and it was 20 minutes and I was like no Ulysses that's 20 minutes <laughs> to the movie don't go <laughs> there's still 20 minutes there's so much that could happen in 20 minutes <laughs> do not go and I spent uh, the next uh, however long that entire scene is screaming for Ulysses to leave like legitimately like yelling at my screen not like i'm not even kidding yelling at my screen ulysses please leave ulysses please leave. i was like oh my god i hate this so much <laughs> I, was, I was i was on i think i was i was on a voice call they weren't watching the movie um but i was like as soon as he entered into the house, like my none of yeah. my senses had like gone off yet. I was still like in like the illusion of oh, this is a nice man. Nice it guy. was when he yeah. got into the house, and I was like, Ulysses, like oh, this is a nice house, and it was like oh yeah, oh he says, what do you do? And he says, yeah. I'm a businessman. And he yeah. says, but what kind of business? And then he says, does it matter or Doesn't something matter. like that? And I was like. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, that, that's kind flags, of when my senses... The reddest of flags. Something started to, like, go off. And I started to look at the yeah. pictures on his fridge. I was like, does he have a wife? Like, what's happening here? Because I could see, like, images of women on the fridge. But I couldn't yeah. tell, like, if it was... like I was like, oh, no. And then he was like, oh, do you want some food? And I was like, okay... And then he took a beer out of the fridge and I was like, oh no. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Uh, Because I was like, sir, this is a child. Sir, this is Mm -hmm. a whole, a whole child. Very visibly so. (laughs) Very visibly so. Like it's not even like ambiguous at all. Yeah. Because like even if you thought, like even if he was like, just being nice like he doesn't mm. it's america he doesn't look anywhere near 21 yeah. How, yeah. why are you and it's just like he's gonna get him drunk he's gonna do terrible things to him great mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. i'm i don't want this <laughs> um yeah. at this point i'd like to interject i'm still screaming <laughs> so he gives you his food and he's like oh uh you can borrow some clothes from uh, me. I think yeah, I have something like, that can fit cold. you. You look cold. I could, you know, give you a shirt. I have like a an old golf girlfriend's shirt or something like that. Sure, and sir. Mm-hmm. He he gives it to Ulysses, and Ulysses looks like he's going to like a bathroom or something to change, and he's like, "Oh, aren't you gonna try it on?" Which 
then it's like <laughs> so he takes off his shirt yeah. and the guy's like oh you're cute and I'm just like no he's not he's a child um, <laughs> but then Ulysses is like how much and I'm just like baby also, like, he's about to put on the shirt and he tells before that he also is like oh take it like keep it off longer or put on the shirt slower or something like that to allude to the fact that like be like half naked for much longer than you were about to be yeah which is that's when ulysses was like okay all right how much and this man feigns surprise i'm like shut up like no don't even he's like excuse me i'm like don't no like at which point at which point like do you think you could pass that off as like a valid response you gave this child a beer you told him to like be half naked longer like shut up <laughs> shut up oh my god so um i think he pulls like a 50 out or something i couldn't see how much money it was but he's like it will this do and ulysses having no money because his wallet no got money. stolen mm-hmm. um it was kind of nods and he throws it on the ground like what the fuck and then i don't remember specifically what ulysses said he said he didn't want to do like something the next scene of ulysses is him walking on the street so he gets out of there but we see that he didn't keep the shirt from the guy um and he he seems to be He's walking, he seems a little, like, dazed. Very clearly traumatized, yeah. But he, he, he's going somewhere. Rose and Amara still aren't talking. Mm -hmm. She is still very upset. Ulysses is, he was sleeping on a stoop somewhere. It is now Saturday. So he's been out on the street for about five days, four days-ish. But it's now Saturday night. And he makes it to Saturday church where his friends are sitting around the table and he stumbles in and I think Dijon is like, what the fuck happened to you? And you can see like he, he doesn't even want to be touched. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's that bad. And Ebony looks to Joan who then takes, takes him into the back and is like going through clothes that she has and she's just like before you can have these you need to take a shower you look feverish uh do you mind if i touch your forehead but he flinches away from her and he's like she's like okay we'll take your temperature but you need to tell me what happened and we don't see if he tells her what happened but he has the clothes on so i'm gonna assume that he does when you see him again, he's looking clean. He's dressed. And Dijon's like, you look really good, honey. But he still isn't really talking. Everyone's like being like, oh, you know, this happens. And it sucks, but you get through it. Um, mm-hmm. Like Dijon, um, Heaven's like, uh, my dad beat me to a pulp. I'm pretty sure he still wants me dead. You know, like they're going through like their various things. It's like if you need a place to crash, you can stay with me or with me. Or, like they're all offering him a place to stay, yeah. just like unconditional. And 
I think that's when we get the the condition of your love reprise. Reprise, yeah. Where everybody sort of sings as well. And, you know, they get the... Took my soul, etc., etc., and then condition of love, etc., etc., and everybody's singing along. And I think, I guess, in response to all of this, he says, I want to see my mom, like, I want my mom, or something like that. Yes, so Amara seems to be on a mission that evening. She's like telling A, you know, go to bed, I'll have your brother back before we know it. Uh, Because it seems like she's prepared to like go out and drive that night like it's gonna be (laughs) and she's about to leave but ebony comes to the door with ulysses and amara is just she's so surprised and relieved just to see her son just like (laughs) you know like any reasonable mother would be to see her son yeah. that's been missing for four days. Yeah. And she's just overjoyed to see him. And, you know, e- Ebony's like, uh, I'm Ebony. You know, he wasn't uh, doing so well, but he's getting better. And she, like, ruffles his hair just affectionately. And Rosa's like, get mm-hmm. away from him. And it's <laughs> like, Lord, uh, <laughs> let me not reach to this up. screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know this woman like can we not have a nice moment the boy has returned like relax because she's just like this is the thing that's been infecting him and all this and I'm just like leave him alone honestly yeah, literally and his mother is just not having it at this moment she's like how dare you say that and she's like you know what will happen to him he is a black boy who is gay like in this and I guess I can see like what she's trying to get at like it's not safe for him Mm -hmm. but at the same time like you can't like your way has not worked your way has brought people pain so like maybe just give a little bit like to 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 what's happening here because like we did it your way and he ran away and we're not doing it your way anymore so she ends up leaving and his mother is just like i'm so sorry you had to hear any of that and she just hugs him very tightly like she's reluctant to be apart from him for a second you know before he like Mm -hmm. disappears again even his brother is just like i'm glad you're back and he's like me too his mother at the kitchen table next morning has stayed home from work to like make him um, his favorite eggs and she has a song you were born a diamond and i see that you're in pain wait i see that you're in pain or something um remember that i love you come sun or come rain and yeah it's just a song about like I get it. You are going through stuff and I I guess I think there's probably some acknowledgement of like I hadn't really 
seen it or I've something or like I'm I'm noticing it now or something like that mm-hmm. um but yeah essentially just sort of like yeah you have a lot of shit going on and I'm gonna be here for you now and stuff and I'm like yay I mean we all want that you know and then the movie ends the movie ends but the movie ends on a scene of him yes. stepping up the stage in his nice heels he's going up onto the stage his friends are there waiting for him they cheer as they see him in these um fishnet tights this gold leo with this giant fan which i don't know where he got that like the size (laughs) of his torso like (laughs) like this giant fan his hair is slicked back and he looks like he's he's preparing to rock the catwalk with his vogue abilities and that's where we end Um, and that's where the movie ends ah (laughs) the 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 jamie tie-in which actually i just realized there's another jamie tie-in that i could have done uh which is like an argument between mother and son she slaps him um and i mean he runs away but not because of the slap but you know whatever Mm-hmm. chronology of things um but anyways the actual tie-in that I, I i was thinking of is the like stage show the stage production of jamie ends, or at least not ends the um first act ends with jamie having put on all of this you know makeup and all of that stuff and we don't get to see jamie as a drag queen Mm -hmm. at all and it's just sort of like we see jamie like walk out into sort of the audience which isn't us but like the back of the stage um and so we never see the act at all and i was like how dare (laughs) you do that to us not even a snippet I feel cheated. <laughs> but yeah, we do get like treated to a bunch of clips of other people though doing some voguing and some lovely dancing and all of that. And then the movie is over for real for real. Mm-hmm. Yay. So let's get into our ratings. You're using our standard rhetoric of five or more. Well, not more. It's just five. Uh, <laughs> We'll start with music and choreography. So all of the songs in this uh, musical movie were original. It seems. I don't think they were from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Ones that they sung, not the ones in the background. I Okay, I'm going to be like fully, fully honest. Uh, no, no, but like, I feel like there's a trend with modern uh, movie musicals where it's just like I don't want to say they're not putting detail into the songs and maybe they're like working on like a really small budget you know like you can't afford like an orchestra or anything but like sometimes the songs just don't feel finished right in a way like they feel like they it feels like they had an idea for a song and then they put that draft idea in the movie and then they just didn't like Mm. follow up on it or flesh it out in any way and then it just kind of feels like we got like the i the essence of a song 
without a song itself. And, you know, sometimes that's fine, but sometimes it just leaves me feeling like I, I wanted more mm. out of it. And it, it, it. Because I can compare it with other movie musicals of the same time. And, like, so, like, we know that a musical, the structure, there's meant to be, like, an I want song. And... I'm guessing the I want song in this is meant to be uh, see me, like you're going to see me. But it doesn't feel like that because we never really get like full, we never really like fully come back to it because it's just four words. Mm -hmm. So there's not much telling of what he wants. I mean, I guess in essence, he wants to be seen for who he is. Um... But by who? By his peers? By his family? By who? And I guess in the end when he's like being himself on a stage, that is it. But also maybe it's when his mother loves him. I don't know specifically what he wants. And so like even though he goes on this journey... And I think it's meant to be a journey of, like, acceptance and love. It's just, like, difficult for the songs to come back from, like, the first... Like, I was I was disappointed in the first song that mm-hmm. I heard. Like, the other songs were fine. But, like, for being the first song, it was just kind of a non-song. And mm-hmm. I was just like, is this... It set my expectation up for the movie low. So when I heard the other songs, I was just like, oh, there are actual songs in this (laughs) movie. And as for choreography, there wasn't... There was. Like, I'm not gonna lie. But, uh, like, the locker room choreography is okay. And, like, I'm not expecting, like, a Broadway spectacle. But it, it came across a little awkward. And maybe it was, like, the space confines that they had to work with. It was a little awkward. Um, But, like, the ball scenes and, like, the choreo that they had between, like, the two dancers. That was good. Um, So, music and choreo, I'll give it... um, I'll give it, like, a 3.5... Yeah, I gave it like a 3.5 out of 5 um, lip glosses. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I feel like there wasn't enough specificity, mostly, you know, in general, if we're just taking all of the uh, music in as a whole. There wasn't like, I don't know. It didn't feel specific enough. I mean, I guess come, come sun, come rain is possibly slightly more specific. But um, some of these others, um, other songs sort of can exist outside of the context of the musical. Like, if you played Condition of Love to me or Lost Without You to me, with zero context I wouldn't question if it's from anything like I wouldn't be like oh what like 
what was, was this written for? I would just be like, oh, pop song. You know what I mean? Which isn't like anything, because like, you know, Classic uh, and Paul do that. Uh, and they've done that with like Dear Evan Hansen and, you know, people have, you know, made those comments and stuff. So like, it's not like really anything to say that, but I just, it's a note that I had. I was just like, oh, you know, like some of these songs could exist outside of the context of this. And it's not super specific to the character or even super specific to the moment in the story. Outside of Lost Without You, I think, and maybe, and again, maybe come sun, come rain, whatever. Um, any of these like could have truly happened in any order at any point. Like I know what it means for me, but I don't know what it would mean to other people. For me, I'm like, you know, in terms of storytelling, not super helpful if I can put them in any order, put the scenes in any order, and it's, I mean, almost not change much. Um, except for obviously the reprise, because like the reprise has to happen after the the original has happened, because like that's how things work, you know. Chronology. I agree with the um, I Want song being, again, not specific enough and too short. Um, I also was like, oh, okay, it's over. Again, like I noted that like it, it you know, it, it happened. And for a very long time, it was just like instrumental and, you know, coordinated movement. And then the few lines happened repeated and... Um, then it was over and I was like oh okay and if you know I guess it's not entirely fair to like again compare it to everybody's talking about Jamie but if we do take a, a quick peek his opening number tells us exactly what's going on right like what he is like what he wants to be what he wants out of this and like we know what to look for we know exactly what to look for throughout the story. We know a lot more of the characters' motivations. And I think it, you know, this will probably go into story a bit more, but like it leaves the character feeling super vague in general <laughs> for the most part. And I mean, I guess it also lends to the, you know, he's awkward and shy and quiet and all that stuff, but like, for a moment that's existing entirely in his head, I, it would have been, and like there's coordinated movement and like lighting guys. <laughs> we could have had some, we could have we had some extended like, um, you know, exposition through song of like who he is, what he wants outside of being seen. And if he wants to be seen in what way and by whom, and and what like what what does it mean to be seen what it would would it mean to him right what are his, the obstacles like what's like give me information i need to know what i'm going into cuz at the moment i know nothing and uh because there's again not a lot of like for a musical there's not a lot of musical numbers um I know I'm talking for so long, sorry. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, there's not a lot of musical numbers. And like, so we again, don't get a lot of like the characters, other thoughts and things. And like in a regular movie, fine. 
an awkward teenager who doesn't really talk or whatever and you know barely conversations that like amount to anything um in terms of insight fine but like in a musical like i go into a musical expecting to learn way more about a character than i'm expecting to when i go to watch any other movie that's just how musicals tend to work you know but um i guess i give this 3.25 lip glosses all right story um i think the the story was fairly well put together um the like the the plot was fairly understandable like i I was never like fully confused about what was happening um so it was it was easy to follow in that way and again there there weren't that many musical numbers for me to get lost in so um there was that um i i i feel like there was more to do with the writing mm. the script sometimes felt like okay this is what's going to happen in this scene and we're gonna put words here but they don't flow like a conversation sometimes mm. it's like how few words can we put in this scene to get the point across and sometimes that's successful and sometimes that's not um like when um i think when what was the a lot of the scenes with rose where she's meant to be like an antagonist person i felt like they didn't know what they wanted her specifically to be because they didn't make her like hyper-religious um even though like they touched on aspects of that um so they didn't put a lot of um religion into her dialogue uh but i i feel like they could have done more with her than just making her an outright villain Mm. um and i feel like because Amara, the mother, was working all the time. Like, the story's not about her, but I feel like because we didn't get to see her that much, we lost out on probably some moments that would have been interesting to see play out, even in, like, a flashback, in a song, you know, like, something, like, Mm -hmm. to just give us more of an essence of what it was like before because we only have from this point forward and it, it's difficult to see like was Ulysses always like this was Ulysses like this after the death of his father or after his parents said something to him or 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 what like I feel like there was more that could have been done with the with the side characters um but i uh, i always feel like this mm-hmm. so maybe i'm just asking too much of a movie <laughs> um but it just feels like 
I don't know. Like, they made Abe annoying and didn't give him much of a personality. Like, the mom was absent because she was busy and Ulysses was an antagonist. Not Ulysses, um, Rose was an antagonist to Ulysses. And that gave him a sense of alienation that was necessary to then seek out this found family that he then collected. And I understand that and it's important for the plot. But again, just like bits of the dialogue just irk me. Um, so yeah. For that, I'm going to stick in the three category. Uh, and I'm going to give it a 3.75 just because it was understandable and simple to follow. Uh, yeah. 3.75 out of 5 um, <laughs> spiked heels. Cool. I think a lot of the thoughts that I had about the storytelling are mostly within the music and I've mm -hmm. made all of that known. Um, in, terms of, <laughs> in terms of the rest of it, the story, um, very easy to follow. Like for subject matter, I, you know, it's subject matter that I appreciate, you know, found family, young queer person, getting to be them like learning to be themselves finding people who lets them be themselves and that kind of stuff super like you know you'll get me every time i sort of like sign off on everything else that you said because it's like kind of like everything i'm like yeah 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 that too um <laughs> so i give the story 3.5 out of five spiked heels Overall enjoyment. I did I enjoy this movie? Oh my god! Um... <laughs> I just I just have to ask myself. It's fine. I think I enjoyed the movie. Um, I didn't dislike it. I I don't have any like reason to dislike it. Mm. Um, there are parts about it I wish could have been better, but I think it was the director's like first feature film as well. Yeah. Uh, so like I'm giving I'm giving you a pass, sir, um, because I I would like you to make more films like this, mm -hmm. um, and improve upon your craft because some of your like shots and images were very pretty, mm -hmm. um, the script not so much, uh, <laughs> it's just my opinion, um. But yes, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy like the glimpse of what it's like for LGBT youth in New York. I think this was based on like an actual program that's held. Uh, the concept is loosely based on the LGBTQ outreach program Arts and Acceptance at St. Luke in the Fields located in the West Village of New York City. Um, yes. So there, there is that, and, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Um, so I will give it... Um, I'll be generous. I'll give it a four. 
I'll give it a four out of five giant fans. Nice. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I cried. I was quite invested um, towards like mm-hmm. the middle, maybe before that. Um, there was some po- at some point I got invested and I was like, okay, I'm in this. Um, and I, I like I feel like I enjoyed it. I I mean it's clear that this is a an early attempt, you know and but it also is also but it is also clear that it is an early attempt of someone who has a view and a perspective. And, you know, it's not like super, like super generic and something you can like that I could, I'm just like, well, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. So like, I definitely appreciate that. And like I said, sucker for queer, queer stories, sucker for uh, young people finding themselves coming of age stories. And I will give this, am I going to remain consistently 0.25 below you? Or will I rise up to the challenge and meet (laughs) you at a four? I'll meet you at the four. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll give it four out of five giant fans. Nice. Get ready for obsessions. 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 It's time for our obsessions. 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 This is a part of the podcast where we talk about things that we like um, and have enjoyed in the theater space, in the musical space, in the space that exists between those things and things that would be related to that. Um, including news and stuff. And um, I only have one news item, and that is that there is an almost famous musical. The score is written by Tom Kitt, but, and the book and the lyrics by Cameron Crowe, based on the movie Almost Famous from 2000, the one that had Kate Hudson in it. And I, you know, I had a very long... I mean, I say had as if it's something that doesn't exist anymore, but like a long-standing joint obsession or joint appreciation of of um, <laughs> of Kate Hudson with a friend of like a childhood friend of mine, and there is a song that is out called "Everybody's Everybody's Coming Together," and yeah, that's literally it. Almost Famous, the musical is coming out. Uh, it says, confirms 2022 Broadway. 2022, really? Okay. Apparently it's coming out this year on Broadway. Go off. Almost Famous, musical. Yeah. That's it for me. Andre the Shield. <laughs> <laughs> so Andre the Shield had... Um, Final bows on Hades Town. He's not playing Hermes anymore. And um, he sang 
Yeah, the song from the Wiz, uh, Believe in Yourself. This is Eglinton's Tane. I sorry. don't know if any I'm... of that was audible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just okay. I I really like Andre the Shields. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we know so... that on this podcast. Just leave me alone, okay? I no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not making fun of. You. I'm just saying. Like, I feel. Like I'm like confirming. <laughs> I'm saying so yes. This fact. I, I had hoped one day to to maybe see him in something, but it's not gonna be Hades Town, I guess. So I will live. But yeah, no, he's amazing. And I wish him all the best. And he's had he's been on Hades Town for a number of years, so honestly, uh, I need to take a break. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's 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 all I've got. I'm just like, yeah, right. a farewell to Andre the Shields from Hades Town. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, that does bring us to the end of this segment and also the end of the podcast if you would like to see our obsessions you can head over to our tumblr yes we use a tumblr um that is tell me more tell me more podcast.tumblr.com we also have an instagram and a twitter at tmm podcast we also have an email that you can email us at tell me more tell me more podcast at gmail.com yeah thank you for listening thank you for joining us on this little journey with ulysses i like the word journey lately apparently i've been using it literally every single time we'll be continuing the pride celebrations until then uh thank you for listening for telling me more telling me the podcast i have been your host leah and i've been your host adicia goodbye Goodbye.